Hi everyone and welcome to our Good Friday service today. My name is Ellen Wilde. If you are joining us from elsewhere, it's really good to have you and our church family with us today. What I want to do is share a few brief Good Friday reflections and meditations with us and then lead us through communion together. So we are nearly three weeks into lockdown due to the coronavirus. Three weeks! Wowzers! And one thing that the last three weeks has shown me is how differently we all deal with the crisis. Uh, the way that I deal with any kind of crisis, as my family would be very quick to tell you, is that I like a plan. If I feel a bit out of control, if there are circumstances outside of my control, the way that I cope is by making a plan. I make a schedule, I make a list, and it just makes me feel loads better. So in our household over the last three weeks, we have a family schedule. Yes, we do, an actual schedule. My kids have got a home learning timetable for the days that they're at school. And it just somehow makes me feel better to have some kind of routine and a rhythm to our lives. Other people respond very differently. I spoke to a friend just this week and their way of coping with the crisis was to completely withdraw, just to hide away and not have any contacts. People respond to crises in very different ways. Some people overeat and some people don't want to eat at all. Some of us want to watch 24 seven news in order to be informed. Others of us can't bear to watch the news at all. We respond to a crisis in very different ways. It is all just so overwhelming. And however we respond to a crisis, one thing is true for us all, that a crisis disrupts and interrupts our life and we grapple for ways to cope. And one thing that I've been reflecting on this year and this Holy Week is that Good Friday speaks right into that sense of overwhelm. When we look at the cross, we see Jesus right at the very heart of broken humanity. And the cross speaks into our current crisis and gives voice to all that we're feeling. I want to read you a verse from Matthew 27. This is Jesus' words on the cross. And it tells us in verse 46, about three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which means my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? These words of Jesus are lament. And in many ways, these are days to lament. Lament means the passionate expression of grief or sorrow, to express our griefs and our sadnesses and our distress. Lament is biblical and it's encouraged, but we don't talk about it very much. We're very quick to talk about breakthrough and answered prayer. We're very quick to share testimony where God has come through for us when we're out the other side of a hard situation. But we don't talk much about making space for grief and for sorrow. Prayers of lament make up nearly 40% of the Psalms in our Bibles and yet we don't often feel able to give voice to lament ourselves. This is a season of lament. And before we rush to Easter Sunday, to the breakthrough and the celebration and the resurrection, 
I want us just to be encouraged to sit with Good Friday for a moment and to give ourselves permission to lament. We are facing testing and troubling times. The word unprecedented has been used a lot. There's been an unprecedented use of the word unprecedented in these times, but it's troubling. Hospitals are filling up, uh, people's loved ones are dying, people can't go to burials and cremations to say goodbye. We are told that it's going to get worse before it gets better. There's an impending sense of dread for some of us. And we're worried. We're worried for ourselves. We're worried for our families. And we're worried for our nation. I don't know about you, but I, um, I kind of keep forgetting every now and again about this crisis. I was having a cup of tea in the garden, beautiful sunny day, sitting and uh, reading a magazine. And for a few blissful moments, I just forgot about all that was going on. And then I finished my cup of tea and I came back round and it suddenly hit me again. Oh, we're in the middle of this awful, awful situation. Is it okay to feel distressed and sad? Is it okay to feel grief and to feel sorrow? Absolutely it is. Absolutely it is. That is lament. And the Bible encourages us to lament. Life itself is a gift. Our loved ones are precious to us. Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, I was thinking, you know, he clung on to his human life. He was in anguish in the garden, clinging on to his humanity, not wanting to face suffering and death. That's one of the most poignant and powerful stories in our Bible, where we see the pain in Jesus at the point of suffering. We see his lament there, as well as seeing him lamenting on the cross. He prays that prayer of lament, my God, why have you forsaken me? And as we sit with the cross here on this Good Friday, we can give voice to that lament and give ourselves permission. I'd suggest that biblical lament does two things for us. The first thing is that lament reminds us of our own powerlessness. There is nothing that we can do. And it points us to the fact that we are just completely dependent on him. I only have to look at the way that I deal with the crisis my wanting to control, my to-do list that I love to tick things off, to show me that I can't control things myself however much I might want to, that I am powerless. And lament reminds me of that. It points me to dependence. And the second thing is that lament isn't a kind of faithless fear and doubt. It's not a lack of faith. Lament is actually a prayerful longing. Grief and distress isn't to be pushed aside and pushed uh, and down into denial. It acknowledges honestly before God the troubles that we face. Lament is a prayer and it's a prayer of longing that says, God, it shouldn't be this way. And we don't want it to be this way. And we look to you as the only one who can do anything about this situation. We come to the only one who can make a difference. And we look beyond this life as we look at the cross lamenting in prayer with a prayerful longing of hope that one day it will not be this way and that what the cross has achieved for us is an eternity where there will be no more suffering or sorrow or tears. We come to him, the only one who can make a difference. I hope this Good Friday we can sit with lament for a while, give ourselves permission to feel the grief and distress of what's around us knowing it's a biblical encouragement to us all.
The miracle of Easter Sunday, you see, is that a dead man lives. The miracle of Good Friday is that a man lies dead. The miracle of this Good Friday is that God has known the darkness too. Amen. If we were meeting in our building as normal around the Easter weekend, at some point we would share in communion together. And we wanted to make the most of this Good Friday. And despite being scattered in our homes and not physically together, to share in communion. Communion reminds us that we are one body, we are one family. And so despite being dispersed, we can have a sense of connection together as we share bread and wine today. So if you don't have any bread and uh, juice of any sort with you, you might want to pause this for now and go and find some, bring it back, and then we will share in these elements together. Let's just pray and remember what we're here to do. And as we pray, Lord Jesus, we are remembering your humanity, that you came as a human, fully God, fully man. And we thank you for all that was achieved on the cross for us on this Good Friday, that your body was broken and your blood was shed to achieve eternity, salvation, forgiveness, freedom for us. Thank you that your lament on the cross gave us permission to come to you with our grief and our sorrow, but it pointed to your heavenly father and your dependence on him and ours too. So we thank you for these elements, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. In 1 Corinthians 11, Paul describes the events of the Last Supper, and this is what he says. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you, do this, in remembrance of me. So take the bread and you can break it as I am. And we're remembering Jesus' body broken for each one of us. Take the bread, share it with others in your household. If you are sharing bread and wine on your own today, imagine me passing this bread to you, my hand to yours, saying take and eat this in remembrance of him. And in the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let's drink remembering his shed blood for us. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for the hope of the Easter weekend. We thank you that we can sit with Good Friday, giving voice to our grief in these days. We bring our lament to you. Lord, we pray for those people who are particularly vulnerable or anxious or isolated today. 
Lord, we pray particularly for key workers and frontline workers. We pray for our NHS staff working hard for our health and our good. We pray for our government and all those who lead us as they make decisions. Lord, in these times of difficulty, we bring our prayers to you, reminding ourselves of our own powerlessness and bringing our prayerful longing that you will one day make all things new. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you today. Peace and grace to each and every one of you.